That's right. It was Stanley Frank, but uh, everyone in Taranaki called me Frank. But when I joined the Army and went to J-Force, I suppose being tall and what have you, I got up the nickname. So when you join the services, they always give you a nickname, and it became tiny from then on. So you were tiny hill during your time in the in the armed services. Yeah. Tell tell us about your time there, uh, Tiny. How long how long were you in the armed services? Oh, I was in there about thirty years. As I joined, went to J Force. I was very lucky, really, because in our platoon we were all Taranaki guys. So it was pretty because I come from New Plymouth and on the coast. When I came back, I joined the regular force of the army and remained in it right through to 1977. Was it in the Army that you first started playing rugby seriously? Well, no, not really. I, I played rugby for recreational purposes, really. It was never my intention of going playing uh, rip rugby. Although I did play a wee bit in, in Japan, we toured Japan with, and played the Australian services uh, with... A number of uh, All Blacks who were coming through, like Tiny White. Pat Ryan was always an All Black uh, from Littleton, and Tiny came from way up uh, at Gisborne. We all played together, and we toured Japan from one end to the other, right up to Tokyo. And we played about four games against the Aussies. So if it was just for recreation more than anything else, how did you come to the attention of the All Black selectors? Oh, luck. Although I suppose uh, some of them said I was going to be an all-back when I was a youngster of 17 playing playing local rugby on the coast in Taranaki. Some of them reckoned I was going to be an all-back of the future, but I never bothered with that. And when I did become an all-back, I think I was injured and I shouldn't have played anyway. So the first test I played and we lost. So there we are. That's what happens. And it never worried me too much. How did you find out that you'd made the All Blacks for the first time? Did you get a phone call? Did you hear it on the radio? How did you find out? Well, <laughs> in those days, we used to sit back and listen to the radio. And, of course, they'd say uh, on the Sunday or the Saturday evening, the All Black team to play next week will be announced. And that's how you found out you were in. I think it was a great thing. Of course, nowadays, to ring them up and say, you're either in or out. I believe the way they used to do it in those days was excellent because you didn't know you were in or you were out. So when it came through, there was always a loud cheer that you were in. (laughs) So what was the injury that you had in your first test? You said you shouldn't really have played. What, What injury did you have? Oh, I had an injury in the uh, in the knee, or in the legs, really, and I uh, wasn't fit. Not only that, they put us through the hoop up there in 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 Auckland. They really drove us on on the Friday, and of course, uh, what happened on the Saturday we played, and it wasn't the best of games. There was five of us from Canterbury, and I suppose they blamed us. They reckon we were the ones that cost them the game. <laughs> but I don't think that was so. Uh, they reckon we drank too much the night before and all that crap. And that didn't worry us too much because we, we weren't drinking, we were talking mostly. <laughs> uh, that was it. 
Now, of course, you were part of the All Black side that beat the Springboks in 1956. Would that be the highlight of your rugby career, Tiny? Well, yes. Uh, of course, uh, they dropped me for the for the second test. Oh, in actual fact, it was one of those things I shouldn't have done it. Oh, one of the South Africans punched me in the line out. Because the next line out, I went and punched him back again. <laughs> and what happened was, I think the selectors were watching and had the binoculars on, and they said, we're not going to have that dirty devil playing again for the All Blacks. So they dropped me. So that was all right. But they brought me back for the third and fourth test. Did they actually take you aside and say, we're not uh, going to select you because you punched that bloke in the line out. No, no way. They just dropped me in the office of reserve. But that, that didn't worry me. I went up as a reserve up to Wellington. And, of course, as a reserve, of course, in those days, if something happened on the field, you never had a reserve anyway. And you had to play uh, prior, right at the start. Otherwise, you didn't play at all. So that was it. So I knew that. So I enjoyed it up there. I ate everything and had a great, easy time, uh, Jason. So the Springboks players, were they were they big, big men? I mean, you're a big man. Were they big, physical men as well? Oh, yes. They were very physical in the way they played. But I must say they had brilliant backs. They had brilliant backs. And I think the only way we won it is through the our forward power, we took them on up front and we beat them at the finish and that's how we came out on top in the last days. That was a tremendously famous series. Do you do you remember at the time there being a real sense of joy and elation around the country that you'd beaten the Springboks? Well, yes, I suppose so, but as a soldier, of course, we had uh, compulsory military training and I was tied up in that. And, of course, you worked all the time. You were with them from uh, morning till dark and even at night you were with them. So it never worried us. Rugby was the second part of it. So I never never thought of a test until, I, until we all got together. You went on a tour of Australia in 1957 and captained the All Blacks on two occasions. Was that a, a proud proud thing for you to, to lead the All Blacks? Oh, I don't know. As I said at the start, I was lucky to make it, I suppose. Some people actually said that to me. He said, how, how did you become an All Black? And I said, oh, well, it's just the luck of the game. If a gap there, well, you fill that gap. And, of course, I made it. And uh, I suppose that's that's one of the things. But the Aussie trip was pretty good. We had a great team. I must say, they were a great bunch of guys, and uh, we got on very well together. Who would have been the best player you played with in the All Blacks? Oh, I could, well, they, they were all good. Let's face it, you're not, a, not an All Black unless you're good, Jason. Otherwise, I wouldn't pick you. <laughs> so, uh, that's it. <laughs> well, can I ask you perhaps about Don Clark? How good was he? Oh, Don was excellent. He's boot. And uh, he was a big devil, too. He was good. So he was excellent, really, and uh, he was a great player. And it's a pity he went away to South Africa in the end. But never mind, it's just one of those things. Now, your sons, Stan and John, represented New Zealand with great distinction in basketball. Did they ever play rugby? Stan did. Of course, he went to St Andrews, and he played there for their first 15. And uh, then, of course, He'd already played 
used to play basketball. So he was 17, I think he was, and after that he stuck to to basketball. Now Stan, of course, later when he was up in uh, Auckland at the gymnasium, there were Panmuir Gymnasium. He was playing for Ponsonby rugby. Uh, I must say the New Zealand selector at the uh, coach at the time rang me from Palmerston and said, you know, Tiny, I'm just wondering about Stan. We'd like to uh, select him in the All Blacks. Could you talk to him? I said, oh, I will talk to him. You have a coach and a selector, you talk to him. So Jack Leeson did. He went and talked to him and he said to Stan, right, we'd like you to turn out for the All Blacks and go on tour to England and France. Stan said, oh, well, OK, uh, how many other tours have you got? He said, oh, they got the one. But if you're in basketball, I think they had six. They go to Spain, America, China, and all the other countries. Now he said, I'll stick to basketball. <laughs> and that's what he did. <laughs> he was a big bugger too, wasn't he? And probably still is. How old was he when he got bigger than you? Oh, I don't know. He's just been down here. He's just been made something to do with the Canterbury Sports Association. But, uh, oh no, I think as I'm concerned, he's one of the best basketballers in the round at that time in New Zealand. But he came at the wrong time. I spent, what, two or three years in the States coaching in San Francisco and San Diego. And uh, I went up and stayed with him at, uh, at the college where he was sponsored, uh, north of San Francisco. I just forget the name of the college now. But he paid for the college. But he was great. He uh, he really should have gone further over the year. But being a foreigner, of course, in those days, you were never accepted properly. Did you ever play any basketball, Tiny? Well, I did. My mother used to say to me, I was too rough. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing at, Jack? I suppose I was. He said, it's not rugby. <laughs> but... But they used to say I was too rough and go and push people around. I live by. <laughs> now you're turning 92. Do you still watch a bit of rugby? Well, we, I've always followed the Crusaders right from day one. I talk to the Crusaders occasionally when I'm asked. When you get a bit older, you reach a stage where you can't walk too far. But never mind that. I, uh, I found it rather difficult in walking around and trying to get to your seat in the park. So consequently, uh, with, I'm seriously thinking of throwing it all in and not going and watching it on telly. But I love watching the game live because there was something in it. And mixing up with the crowd and past members and all that type of thing. And that's what I'll miss, I think, if I call it a day. Have you kept many of your All Blacks jerseys or any memorabilia from your time playing? Oh, I have. I think Marjorie, my wife, she passed away about six years ago. Uh, she used to keep them. There's a whole set of them uh, in the room now. But I, I don't keep them. I've given them away. And I suppose one of the things that uh, amazed me was the was the price that a... Function, I went to an auction. I gave Marge gave them a South African jersey, uh, which belonged to the vice captain of the South African team. And lo and behold, when it was auctioned off, it fetched about fourteen thousand. Wow! 
it was uh, it went over very well. Tiny, it's been wonderful talking to you. I, I I've thoroughly enjoyed having a chat to you. Um, you sound to me as though somebody who is extremely humble about your rugby exploits. I know a lot of people would. Uh, would, I'm sure, talk about you in far more glowing terms than you're willing to talk about yourself. But uh, but I really do appreciate you taking the time. I hope you have a very happy birthday. Oh, well, I don't know. At the moment, the way I feel, I feel up with 100. <laughs> <laughs> so never, never mind. Uh, life goes on, Jason, and I'm quite happy for what I am and what I do and so on. Thank you so much, Tiny, and happy birthday again. Thank you very much, Jason.